What's up, everybody? It's your girls, Sarah, Sarah, and Hello Lindsay. Hello again. Hi, friends. The Tipsy Ghost. We're back here tonight on our third episode of the podcast. It's Welcome. moving so quickly. Can you believe it? I can't. God, it feels like forever since I've seen you guys. I know. How so- have you guys been? Oh, man. Well, still not quarantine. You know, COVID-19 hasn't gotten me yet, so... I mean, is it bad that I'm like, I could use 14 days off of work? I feel like I've prepared, you know, been preparing for this my whole life where, oh, don't come to work and just stay home and don't talk to anybody. And I'm like, okay, yes. And what's the bad point? Done. I would love to do this. <laughs> just give me time to Netflix and binge and read and I would be great. Right. But here's what's going to cramp your style. Yeah, lots of uh, things. <laughs> <laughs> this is my ideal world. Don't cramp it. Number one, kids. Yes. Number two. That's it. Jobs that really don't let you stay home no. uh, because of this. So, I mean, we'll make it work. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Until we, until we get the COVID. Oh. We're all in this together, people. We're going to flatten the hell out of this curve. Hashtag the flatten the curve. <laughs> That's How the was your weekend? You know, the weekend was okay. My daughter had a basketball game this weekend, and Ooh. they did fine. Um, it's an interesting thing here. They play in the fifth grade league. They were recently moved up to the 6-7, which is was more fitting for them. It was a great it was a great competition. Yeah. Uh, during this game, however, man, we encountered some really difficult, challenging parents from the other oh, team. Oh no! Uh, this was probably my first like real experience with like uh, just terrible, terrible sports parents from the other team. Oh, the sports moms. Sports, was yeah. It, dads too? It, was, it was everybody. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And unfortunately, we kind of chose to sit right behind them because we we're all thinking, oh, well, we can do this. It's we're all in this together. Just, <laughs> it's just a fifth grade girls basketball game. Right. What could really go wrong? Right. Well, let me tell you, there's lots of things that can go wrong there. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, my daughter, she happens to be real aggressive on the court. Okay. Okay. I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing you, I am shocked. (laughs) Really? I am not that aggressive. (laughs) Okay, maybe I'm slightly, but she is. She is not me. I was a terrible basketball player. She is great. Um, But it doesn't matter. She got a little aggressive. They didn't like what she was doing. Next thing you know, they're parents are standing up throwing their hats on the ground screaming at her and the refs oh my gosh Um, it was pretty horrific i had to stand up and leave and go to the other section completely because i just couldn't stand it and then at one point um (laughs) she got real upset with them and uh they called a timeout her coaches asked her you know what happened and she said they're making fun of me and uh, they said, who is? And she goes, they are in the middle of this silent gym and turns around and pointed at this group of parents and screams at them. She could hear them? She could hear them. So she was bawling oh. in the middle of the game. Wow, what assholes. Uh, that, yeah, yep. And one of, the, one of the parents was like, wow, nothing really humbles you like a 12-year-old girl, hormonal girl, stranger calling you out for being a bully. <laughs> Uh, but really, <laughs> it's so true. I know. Put in perspective for that. I know. So anyhow, fingers crossed that that won't happen again. But we all know better. It's going to oh, happen again. Good but grief. wow, that'll that'll get your blood pressure high. 
Oh, gosh. I'm talk about, like, one of... Well, you want to rip people's heads off when they <laughs> when they talk about your child right, right in front of you. And you're like, hello, that's my child. So, anyways, that's how my weekend was. Girl. Um, the good thing was we won the game, so there was that. So, you yeah. showed them anyway. We showed them anyways. So. Did the refs do anything about it? Like, throw them out? No, I think, ultimately, that's what they were mad about, right? Like, they were mad at the refs for not refing the way that they wanted them to. And, and was she being hyper-aggressive? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Doesn't really matter. Right. Mind your own business. She's 11. <laughs> this is not the WNBA, okay? Right. Simmer down. Simmer down. It's oh. elementary school. So That's exactly right. High school basketball. Not right. College, like nothing. <laughs> so it was intense. And uh, well, how is she now? Is she cool? She's cool. We've had a couple of weeks off. Um, of practice and games and that has helped but yeah. we go year round we go year round with them so oh, so it's like a team like a traveling team it's a competitive team yeah they they display all year round um sounds awful yeah <laughs> there's there's no bike there it'll be fine everything's fine <laughs> it's all fine fire fine. coming up yeah, fine. as long fine. as every game's not like that and truthfully most of them haven't been but like honestly right. as long as they're not like that i can i can I can hang. Yeah. Mm. You know? I remember sports. I don't do sports anymore. I attend sporting events, but no sports. I know. And people were just mean. I was Mm -hmm. not a sports kid. I was terrible at sports. I was never a sports kid. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, this is foreign to me. I was fun fact. I, was I used to play basketball. Oh, did you really? I did. Nice. I did. <laughs> That's um, very funny to me. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. <laughs> yeah, it's it's because I'm short. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We can acknowledge it. It's, okay. It's cool. Okay. Um, yeah, I used to play basketball. Um, my very competitive uh, B team in middle school. Uh, the B team. <laughs> hey, hey, you made the B team. But hey, I made. Um, I played on a varsity game in freshman soccer, so that's pretty cool. I got that going for me. I'm like the least athletic person you will meet. Super clumsy. I don't believe that. Uh, you should. <laughs> so I, could, I, I could see the clumsiness I'm if very you mentioned clumsy. that. Yeah. I did play soccer when I was a kid, um, and they put me on defense, and I got really bored, so I just <sighs> sat down in the field. And, defense was my jam. No, I hated it. I was so bored because we had a really good offense. Like, we had a good team, and oh. so they were never down by my side, so I just sat in the field, and my dad still to this day calls it picking daisies. Oh, He's yeah. like, I paid Accurate. for Lindsay to play soccer and just pick daisies, and I was like, well put me on offense so they did and I did much better on offense but I just I never took to it very well and I tried basketball and didn't take to that very well either and finally I was just like dad I just don't think sports are the thing for me you got three other kids why don't we try with one of them (laughs) yeah so that's what he did (laughs) I was always the first to get traded to the other team if that makes you feel better (laughs) I was really not great at sports I was much better at creative world dancing i danced my whole life so oh, there thank, you go that's a God. sport dancing's a sport it is but it's it's not like, like not competitive sport, yeah. i guess is what i mean i was not a mm-mm. you mean there weren't like moms yelling at you not like dance moms there, there were <laughs> actually <laughs> i feel like there's a whole thing you're right now that we put it like that but it, differently i don't know yeah. I don't know. This has just been a whole new eye-opening, eye-opening world, the world of sports. Oh, gosh. I don't even think she's going to – I don't know. She might stay into it in, in junior high, but I have a feeling she'll kind of 
veer off towards cheer and dance, that whole yeah. world, which is fine. If that's what she wants to do, well, I'll support her in all this. So. Sure. Anyhow, that's how the weekend was. A little wild, a little yeah. crazy. I'm ready to put that behind me, though. Moving along. I don't have kids. I put my dog. I took my dogs on walk. Hmm. So that sounds lovely. That's relaxing. Okay. Sounds lovely. I do have kids. Do you ever miss sleeping in? All the time, every day. Yeah, of my life. <laughs> Interesting you say that though. Like I can't sleep in anywhere. No, I can't either. Nope, mm. my body does not go past maybe eight. Yeah. Oh God, that's the middle of the night for me. Yeah, but that's the other thing. I don't work nights. Yeah. So I haven't um, worked nights for years. And I years. sleep until like eight thirty, so they wake me up at like seven. But I make them. I give them the iPad and I make them sleep. Until, <laughs> or not sleep. I make them stay with me till eight thirty. But I'm up until three, four a.m. Yeah. yeah. Because I work nights, and even on the nights I don't work, I'm still on that schedule. So yeah. There's no way I'm getting up at seven a.m. Right. But like even when we don't have them, and I'm like, yes, I can sleep in eight thirty, maybe Same. nine. I know. If I'm lucky. Her body's like, yeah, right, we're not. I don't remember what it's like to sleep do like that <laughs> You've passed the age of sleeping in is what I've... Oh, that really sucks. It does suck sometimes, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. You time. get used to it. How's, your, how's your ghost at your house? Um, So far, so good. Yeah? We haven't communicated because I've been taking so many naps. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle here. We're back to the sleeping. Get back to you, ghost. <laughs> I must take a nap. <laughs> Sorry, ghosty ghost. I was sleeping. <laughs> Say that again. Priorities. Mm, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I would been thinking about getting some apps on my phone because we don't have any um, ghost hunting equipment yet. Sure. So I've been thinking about some apps on the phone to see if I can do, you know, catch any EVPs or catch any anything on like a spirit box. You're but, gonna be like walking around your house with a thousand rods. Oh Ghost. my god, that's what needs Ghost. to happen. Here we Are go. Are you here? I'm gonna I mean, put it maybe. in order right now to Amazon. Dowsing rods. I might put go. it on my birthday. You know list. what? Your birthday is coming up. It's, we know what we're getting you for your birthday. April seventh is just around the corner. Dowsing rods. It is one hundo. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I have no idea. You get one and I get one because you need them to work together. <laughs> also, can you bring them on our investigations with you? Um, yes, you can. I mean, it's your I birthday mean, you. Again, but we're it's giving it to all you. Of us. <laughs> we're giving it to you, but can you bring it with us? Um, here's this present, and I'm gonna need it back. <laughs> Here's a present, but I wanted to use it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> that's a thing. That's that, a thing. We also need. We also we need some things. All right. We need to stop spreading the COVID nineteen and get our own stuff. We yes. need. We need a EMF. Gosh, EMF. The government shuts down ghost hunting next. I'm gonna throw. A riot. There was a close call. I thought that I thought it might happen on our really? next investigation. So but it looks we okay. still have it's in the clear. T minus six. Seven, six, yeah. six, six or seven days. Yeah. And they sent us an email today <gasps> saying they? we're still on. We've got some precautions we're going to take and we're just going to play it by ear for right now. So <gasps> we just need to cross everything on our bodies that they don't cancel it. Do they say how many people are supposed to be there? Like, does that matter? No, but they just said uh, events 250 or more were canceled. But yeah, this but there's is not going to be. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to a castle, but it's not going to be 250 <laughs> Right. So, for right now, I think we're good. Is it the same group that um, that hosted the last one we No, got? I think it's a different one. Is it? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We just go with different groups. I mean, honestly, we just Google and yeah. find stuff. Yeah. 
We like to go, though, I think, with groups because we use their stuff. We like to... Because we don't have equipment stream. yet. Yeah. <laughs> but also it gives us it gives us access to these places. You can't just really, like, walk in and right. do your own investigations overnight. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. And there's certain rules, too. Like, you can't bring sage or Ouija boards or any of the stuff. They don't want you to cleanse the house because then that's mm. their money-making. <laughs> Well, that's very true. I don't think I actually knew that part. Yeah. Ooh. I know. They don't want you to get rid of their moneymaker. Well, true that. <laughs> Can't say I blame them. <laughs> Gotta have those spirit moneymakers. So this is going to be our paranormal episode today. We each have a crazy paranormal story for you. And we don't know what the others are doing. I know. It's going to be a surprise. Which is making my anxiety flare up because I'm worried that I picked the same one as somebody else. <laughs> I promise you nobody picked the same one as me. She can't guarantee that. I though. promise you nobody <laughs> knows what this is. Oh, gosh. All right. I'm glad you're going first. I promise that's gonna you make me feel everybody better. knows what mine is. <laughs> I, I'm not promising anything because I don't know anything. <laughs> if okay. you don't know mine, then we can't be friends. Okay. You can't sit here. Yours is well known. I'll yeah. give you – how would you know that? I'm indicating that it I don't is well know. known. <laughs> Okay, I'll give you guys each one guess to what mine is. Okay, it's, okay I'll give you a hint. It's international. Well, well I'm out. <laughs> um, is it the... Gosh, hold on. Let me think of an international. This is somewhere in Ireland. No. England. No. Am I How close? How many guesses are you getting? <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, um, <laughs> bigger, even more of a hint. It's going to be on the Eastern Hemisphere. Is it in Russia? Russia. No. No. Oh, okay. Asia, Japan, China. Oh my god. Nope. Oh my gosh. All right. So we're going to travel up. all the way to New Zealand. Oh. New Zealand. I feel like we should have named that. Why? Well, it's not my typical we were, hunting We were layer. in Ireland and we we're thinking castles. Is That's that a castle? That's where I was going in my head. We're going to go to the town of St. Baffins, New Zealand. That's totally what I did mine on. Just kidding. It's not. <laughs> Thank God. I was also, so nervous. I've been there. I'm just kidding. Shut up. St. Baffins. It's actually a fun little town. Is um, it? St. Baffins was a gold mining town in the 1860s. Taking it back. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, during the gold rush, the town had a population of more than 2,000, and it had it was a booming little town. Everybody had to come there, all the miners, and there was some tourism. It had hotels. It had numerous dance halls and a few brothels. Ooh. Yes. Like any good town, right? Like any good town. And that's going to take us to the Vulcan Hotel. So there, we're going to talk about three different locations in current day St. Bathans. Okay. Current day St. Bathans is going to have the Vulcan Hotel. Um so have anything to do with Star Trek? No. <laughs> That's but all I'm going to think of the whole really time. I really appreciate that reference. I mean, I... I've seen the movie. I haven't seen the show. So. Okay. Well, then Sorry. I appreciate it less from you. <laughs> Sorry. I am... I'm more of a Harry Potter fan myself. So I'm I a Trekkie. Okay, so this Vulcan Hotel was built in 1882, made out of mud brick. Ooh. Isn't that nuts? I don't know how it's still standing. So it's got an infamous spirit in it, and her name is Rose. So Rose comes from room one of the hotel. Okay. She is a spirit of a young woman. said that one night, back in the gold mining days, she was a sex worker. 
And she rented the front room of the hotel. And in the morning, she was found raped, robbed, and strangled to death. I know. So kind of a bummer right off the bat. Yeah. I'm so sorry about it. I feel like it. It's kind of the nature of paranormal things. It's something bad happens in order for... Yeah, there's going to be some true crime here. Yes. So this is what happened to our Rose. And it is said that she was murdered by a jealous customer that was unhappy with her entertaining other miners in town. Oh, okay. So he did not like her services. He No, he loved her services and wanted them <laughs> all for himself. Oh, I totally misread that. <laughs> I would thought, okay. I was thinking he didn't like her services, so he's like... No, he was jealous because she was providing services to others. So he had a little, probably, some unrequited love there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He probably went after her and she's like, you don't make enough money and I I can make my own money. <laughs> I like Rose. Sorry about it. She was a current day entrepreneur. Look at her. <laughs> it is said that she can be seen and felt by staff members and guests, as specifically male patrons. She likes to go after male patrons. I mean, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, she wakes them up and has been said to hold them down with uh, her hands around their throats. Oh, um, and they wake up with an overwhelming sense of fear and the sensation of something coming off of their, their necks. Ew. And these are actually pretty common reports so men who stay in room one it's not uncommon for this to happen to them <coughs> so it's just a theory that rose might be getting back at men for men in general you know how we like to generalize yeah, um sure. men are the worst and she's getting back at them for causing her death but there's also at the vulcan hotel been reports of for example one night a skeptic stayed in one of the rooms he was just boasting to everybody about how nothing's going to happen to him he doesn't believe in any of this and in the middle of the night he came out wide-eyed and he said that he woke up to a chill of like full body chills and then he saw that uh one of the pictures in his room was of Upside down where it had currently been hanging normally on the wall. <clears throat> a bottle of whiskey has been knocked off the top shelf, which I take offense to because <laughs> that is some <laughs> spilled good stuff right there. Top shelf liquor is expensive and it's a waste. exactly. Did I ever tell you guys about the time that my Mike knocked down our liquor shelf? Yes, I no. think that's what you told us. You didn't hear that? Yeah. You told me. So we used to have our um, liquor on a top shelf on that bar that we have. Yeah. And um, it's got bracketed, like angle brackets to hold that shelf up Mm -hmm. where the, the brackets bend in half if you make them do that. Yeah. So we had just gone out, and this is before we had even half of the things that we do now. We've got a semi impressive bar if i do say so myself yes. super impressive it's incredible and we, we had that out we had just yeah, spent... we tested that out real good <laughs> <laughs> i tested it a little too well <laughs> so we had just spent oh i want to say 120 150 dollars on liquor oh, and gosh. mike was putting it on our bar shelf on the top shelf and i was in the other room and i just hear this crash all of our liquor was all over the floor it did you cry? Uh, no, I, I didn't cry. <laughs> that is truly tragic. I was just really upset. So not everything went, not everything broke or went down, but everything that we had just gotten. Gosh. So all of that money just down the drain, literally into the trash. Yeah. 
So that's why this bottle of whiskey knocking off the top shelf really hurts me. That really hurts your feelings. Hurts yeah. me to the core. <laughs> You're like, I feel attacked. <laughs> I really do. It's said that lights go on and off by themselves. You can hear doors creaking. There's your usual drops in temperature. Phantom footsteps, ghostly apparitions, mysterious shadows seen at the foot of the bed, which is always terrifying. Shadows, that is. I mean, I've seen things beside my bed, but if it's a shadow, it's a little scarier. Yeah. Um, Groaning can be heard in the hallways, and it makes me wonder, you know, is it like a good groan? If is it if it's in a not so good ground it can be taken a few different ways yes kettles can boil without being turned on so maybe rose just like some tea afterwards no, doors lock themselves <clears throat> and finally transparent form surrounded by mist can be seen reclining on the chaise, chaise lounge oh <laughs> Oh, you sounded so fancy that, saying Lindsay? that. Yes. Was that, was that you, Lindsay, saying that? Chaisons. <laughs> Chase Lounge. Did Chais- you guys hear that? Lindsay actually said something right. Chaisons. <laughs> In the dining room. I appreciate that you tried to make it sound fancier to cover up your mistake. <laughs> I just think it sounds nicer that way. Uh-huh, sure. Um, so that's a Vulcan hotel and like, it sounds like you can feel things throughout the hotel. The more maybe malevolent things are in room one, specifically if you're a man. Then there is the blue lake or some people on the internet have called it the not so blue lake. So maybe it's not as blue anymore. That is a very clever. I'm (laughs) guessing it is no longer blue. (laughs) The very clever. Um, it's just my education background. I feel like (laughs) that's maybe what it is. Like if a tourist comes there and they want to see the blue lake, do they go, Oh no, it's called the not so blue lake anymore. (laughs) We changed the name last year. (laughs) We just haven't changed it on Google yet. So it has been created by extensive mining activity. So back in 1864, miners chipped their way through quartz rock and i feel like isn't quartz one of those substances where it kind of absorbs what is energy? it energy yeah. yes i think it's most stones i believe is it most stones yeah i thought quartz was maybe special but it could be honestly i, I could not tell quartz you. is special to me okay. okay i feel like it means something to you so so it used to be this quartz uh, used to be 120 <sighs> meters high. More in America. I don't know how high 120 <laughs> meters is, but by it feels n- high. It feels high, yeah, because 120 is a semi big number. Yeah. And by 1933, though, it had been become 168 meters deep. So oh gosh. negative. <laughs> negative high so 120 <laughs> meters i used this amazing invention called the google um is 393 that? feet how, how much still 393 feet so oh. a football is a football field is is that 100 feet or 100 yards Okay, south real fast. (laughs) Forget this whole analogy. Never mind. I'm done. (laughs) I wish I was a witch. Is it American? (laughs) Is it American football? It's 131 yards. So it's a little bit more than a football field. There we go. Now I'm on it. There we go. Now (laughs) she knew. She knew what she was trying to say. So it was a big hill. It was a big hill, and now it's a big crater. Why don't we just say that? It's a it's a big old hole, and um, 
They used hydraulic lift technology uh-huh. to suck out all the water and all the dirt um, so that they could work it for gold. So oh, that's essentially what the miners were there for. But they halted mining in 1934 because the sides of the pit, the giant hole, were getting too close to the town. So they just filled it with water. And because it was a bunch of minerals, that's what gave the water its beautiful blue appearance. Or not so blue. Or these days, maybe the minerals have decreased. I don't know. I saw some pictures, though, and it still looks kind of blue. I don't know how it looked back in the day. It's the bluish. Maybe it's not as blue, like. Maybe they have different standards than we do for lakes, but if they saw the lakes here in America, <laughs> it'd be hella Our blue. lakes are not blue. <laughs> the brown lake. <laughs> the brown green lakes. <laughs> Turd lakes. Turd. Um, but there are myths that maybe That's why we have the turd lake. <laughs> no, that'd be the cholera virus. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. go, ahead. go ahead. So we th- they think that the minerals made it blue, and now it's not as blue. But some people say that they think maybe the ghosts are making it not as blue. Hmm. Um, apparently, the lake is home to many dead miners who never got a proper burial. So whenever they were digging, accidents happened, and they were just buried on site. And people claim to see ghosts just emerge from the water. Which I feel like would be just a terrifying experience in general. Yeah. Just to see something just emerge. Yeah. Um, you can jet ski and swim in the lake, but after hearing that, I don't think I would. Yeah, you can be jet skiing along and just look down and see a, a spirit. A face. <laughs> no. no. Just in you. the water. That'd be terrifying. No, thank you. Hard pass. Right. So there aren't any really specific... Or grab your ankles or something. <gasps> no. Ooh. I, w- I would cry. That's like what Jason Voorhees style, didn't he yes. go into the lake? Oh, yeah. Like he always got killed and ended up in the bottom of the lake. And yeah. then, whoa, Jason's and alive. There he is one. coming out of Turn Lake he again. <laughs> Jason 14. Cholera Lake. Cholera Lake here in the U.S. The not we don't so, have beautiful blue. The not so blue lake anymore. <laughs> mm. So there aren't any more specific paranormal experiences besides just seeing ghosts emerge randomly from the lake. But I feel like that's terrifying enough. Yes, it is. And then (laughs) also in St. Bathans is the schoolhouse ruins. They were built in 1875. At that time, there were about 40 kids attending the school and just this little schoolhouse. Apparently, the winters were so cold that ink froze in the little ink pots and they couldn't do their little writings. Isn't that sad? That That is sad. You know, I feel like you should just cancel class at that point in time. It's over. By the 1940s, though, people were abandoning St. Bathans because the gold wasn't there, the mining wasn't there, the work wasn't there. So there were um, just about seven pupils at the school. So by the 19 in the 1940s, so 1949, it closed forever. People have reported the ghost of a lonely teacher that wanders around the silent ruin. Some people have seen the ghost of a child. There are, I think there's one record, I saw this in one place on um, the internet, where they say that they believe that this is the ghost of a kid that uh, they believe had, that had died in the school. 
Kid ghosts just get to me. Like, there's something creepier about kid ghosts than, <clears throat> I don't know. Well, I feel like, because isn't that a way that demons can get to you is if they yes. pretend to be kids? And that's that like, true. that's like the thing. Like, I know I talked about how I'm a skeptic, but like demons, like, dude, 100% believe in that. And that's what scares me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think of anything. But yes, like, it's just, it seems more malicious. For sure. To pretend to be like something innocent as like a child, you know? Like the baby crane in my house. Yes. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I forgot about that when you said that last, a couple weeks ago. So this poor, once bustling town of St. Bathens today only has a population of seven. Seriously? Uh, According to (laughs) LonelyPlanet.com. Why are those seven people still there? How have they not, like, banded together and been like, look, it's just us. Let's leave. You know what? It's over. They got to take care of... It's time to call it. (laughs) (laughs) They have to take care of their haunted hotel, their not-so-blue lake, and their post office. (laughs) Probably all seven of them work at the post office. Who's sending them mail? (laughs) They can't be getting that much mail. (laughs) Probably just ads. They're probably all one family. Ads for another town. Probably it's it's probably one family. They're like, look, we got this they own town the post office. <laughs> they own the post office and the hotel. <laughs> Why does a town of seven people need a hotel? And they're the lifeguards. <laughs> the <blue lake. laughs> they're not so blue lake. I feel like someone needs to reach out to these people and be like, look, it's okay to call it quits right now. You can come live we in another town. your efforts. I just think it's sad that that statistic came from lonelyplanet.com. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know the current population of St. Bathens and LonelyPlanet.com came up. Oh I was my like, god, I didn't Aww. even know that that was a website. That is the saddest website I've ever heard of. I know. <laughs> so that is St. Bathens, this cute little quaint town in New Zealand. Aww. Wow. With a haunted hotel with a cute little ghost named Rose. I wonder Man. if they get a lot of tourists that come like to see the hotel and stuff like that that like if that's part of the revenue yeah i mean that'd be a good question we could pick up and go there i feel like hey guys you uh <laughs> donate to us on patreon <laughs> want to help us get to new zealand you want to support our st bathens st bathens journey <laughs> we're gonna head over there and make that population 10 yeah. <laughs> just temporarily though. double digits double yeah. digits yeah <laughs> we might even send him a little mail that was a cool place. You're yeah. right. I have never heard of that place before. I told you. You were pretty confident. Your I promise was good. Never ventured onto LonelyPlanet.com, so that is probably why. Same. That's where Mike and I met. <laughs> it does sound like a dating app. It does. Like ChristianMingle.com, LonelyPlanet.com. <laughs> Cute. Oh, how sad. <laughs> Man, you know what? You did a great job researching Aww. that. You did great. That and was... I'm about to <laughs> blow our minds. We're about to go a different direction here. <laughs> We're about to go in a totally different direction with my report here. <laughs> I'm ready for it. You know. So this is the one that everyone has heard of, you said, right? I would hope so. And I, I'm i willing to say that if you've not heard of this place, I'm not sure that we could be friends. Oh, a bold statement that is a bold statement that's a lot of pressure you're putting our friendship on the line here. but let me just tell you where we're going and then you try to guess okay tell okay. me we're traveling yes from saint bathens <laughs> okay <laughs> we're hopping in a jet plane all the way to we're gonna go on a trip in our favorite <laughs> rocket ship <laughs> yes <laughs> yes oh my god thank you for getting that song in my head <laughs> 
got it. We're going into uh, Estes Park, Colorado. Oh, the Shining Hotel. Yeah. Oh. I'm still her friend. You're not. Listen, you just said it quite faster than I did. Do you did know you the know actual it? name of it? Oh, The Shining points. Hotel. It's <laughs> no. not. It's um, not the actual. It's not called the Shining oh, Hotel, but crap. I knew what you meant. I feel like I know this, but I don't. You were close. Can I tell you? It's the Stanley Hotel. Stanley. Sure. It was, I was going to say the Stanley it's the stanley and guys there's just so much history on this um it's gonna be a lot to try to jam in here to this all right let's just do the highlights okay well how about i just read you a few yeah read (laughs) me your research Okay, well, this hotel was built in the early 1900s by F.O. Stanley, who created the Stanley Steam Engine. Oh, fancy. Stanley Stanley Steamers? Stanley. (laughs) I was thinking, Stanley likes to name things after himself. You know what? (laughs) You know what? You may be on to something there. I actually think you are. Tough on dirt, Janelle on carpet. (laughs) My God, my mind is blown. I think you're right, actually. Somebody help us figure that out. <laughs> I watch too much TV. Oh it's all God. the non-kid time I have. But I feel like we've talked about that before. Oh my God, brain cramp. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that is true. Apparently it's majestic. It's majestic Georgian style hotel opened up in 1909. Specifically catering to the rich and the famous. F.O. or Freeland Oscar Stanley and his wife Flora traveled west to Colorado in 1903 because his doctor advised him to get fresh mountain air. Apparently he was diagnosed with tuberculosis and they told him to take it easy, but instead he built this hotel. It's, wasn't Didn't they believe that like sunshine was supposed to help cure tuberculosis back then? I Not the I'm... consumption. The consumption. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's true. That's true. I think anybody now, I mean, I I could be wrong on my deets here, but I'm pretty sure people who were diagnosed with tuberculosis were shipped off into these enormous, they look like hotels, but they were hospitals and um, they basically were sent there to recover, but most of them died. And now they're like all haunted now. That's right. Yeah. Yes. um, Thank you, government. Sanatoriums, I believe is what they were called. (laughs) Anyhow, so after this hotel was built, the reason why I'm trying to go forward a little bit is because there's some there's some spooky ghosts who were up in this <laughs> joint. So you're just playing fancy with me under the table. Oh my Sorry. god, <laughs> I got a little uncomfortable there. I'm a little jealous. But actually, I can't reach your feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I'll reach yours. No, I can't. Okay. Apparently there was some, you know, real famous ghosts that there were people that went there, like uh, Theodore Roosevelt and Ooh. at the time Molly Brown, who was apparently famous back at that time. I don't know her. I don't. But in addition to its regular guests, the hotel's also said to play a host to a number of otherworldly visitors. Hey. Those are my favorite kind. The most notable is F.O. Stanley himself, who's most often seen in the lobby and the billiard room. Of course he haunts his own hotel because he seems full of himself. And also, why wouldn't you want to? That place looks freaking awesome. I mean, it does look freaking cool. Estes Park is beautiful. It is. And this hotel looks just stunning. So I would want to hang out there too. I'm just saying. 
Um, Okay, they said apparently on one such occasion he was said to have appeared during a tour group's visit to the billiard room, materializing behind (coughs) a member of the tour, which makes me wonder, so more than one person saw it then? I guess so. That's kind of what it sounds like there. Yeah. Bartenders at the old hotel has also reported seeing F.O. stroll through the bar, disappearing when they try to cut him off at the kitchen. Ooh, you can't go in there. You're not into this kitchen, F.O. Wear your hair net. I want to know what F.O. stands for. Do I, people just call him F.O.? That's his name, but I told you a minute ago. All I'm thinking about is LMF. Now I gotta go back. <laughs> Freelan Oscar. Okay. You Weren't didn't really have listening? to go back. Sorry. You didn't have to really go it's back. It's F.O. No, you're not. F.O.'s funny. Sorry that I... It was a joke. I don't really I know. Care. I couldn't details, remember either. Details. Did you remember what F.O. stood for? I was waiting for you to remember. Did you? Yeah. What? Freeland Oscar. Okay. <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> I don't even think that was right. But it's you just said it. Freeland, no D. No. <laughs> so close. Don't even come at me. All right. We're going to go with F.O. Don't F-O. even at me. Yeah. Don't even at me. <laughs> okay. Not to be left out, Flora Stanley also haunts the hotel. Continuing to entertain guests with her piano playing in the ballroom, which no thank you to piano <laughs> playing so ghosts. Creepy. I would absolutely love. That's one of my dreams. <laughs> like to see, like to hear a ghost playing the piano. Yes. See, mine's whistling. Yours is the piano, piano. playing. Yes. I don't know what mine is, but Ooh, that we'll would. I don't know. We'll Probably just to see come one. Across it. I have seen one. She has. Remember? I know. I was here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, just to. See one again? Say hi? Yeah. Sit down for lunch? Yeah. Just have a little chit-chat. I'm good with that. Have mimosas? There are several rooms in the hotel that seem to be particularly haunted. That's a tough word to say. One is room 407, which is said to be sometimes occupied by Lord Dunraven, who owned the land prior to F.O. Stanley. Reportedly, he likes to stand in the corner of the room near the bathroom door. On what such account, witnesses report that a light in the corner kept turning on and off. While the light was off, they told the ghost that they knew he was there. They would only be staying two nights. Would he please turn the light back on? The light turned back on. Always oh, smart nice. ghost. Mm. Yeah, however, when the lights nice. were turned off, they were trying to go to sleep. Noises were constantly heard from the nearby elevator during a time when the elevator was not in use. Well, that's not his fault. Okay, I will say that is a no thank you from me also. Right. Um, elevators spookily going up and down at other times a ghostly face has been reported to be looking out the window from 407 when the room is not booked (laughs) that's not cool um there's other other rooms that are are haunted particularly in rooms 217 and 401 there is a ghost of a small child who's been seen in many of the staff by many of the staff in various areas of the hotel and also apparently stephen king saw the ghost of a child there apparently i was reading um a little bit more about his book the shining which is where this took place right i really hope you guys have all seen that movie yeah so crazy oh no have you not no but i saw the most recent thing that came out that's not the same i have the book if you want to read the book too it's not the same you gotta go back to the og promise me wait you saw dr sleep without seeing the shining that's right yeah were you lost the entire movie i no i was sitting down (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) 
That was like the corniest thing I think I've heard all day. Oh, thank you. No, I mean, I got it. I mean, I've seen so many Shining references that I feel like I've seen the whole movie. No, no, no. It's not the same. You gotta it's go back not. and watch. It's like three hours long. It's incredible. So good. Which makes it seem really daunting. The Titanic was so long, I don't want to watch it again. It was like six hours long. Well, the Titanic is a movie you watch once and never again. Unless you're like 13 when it came out, like I was, I feel like I saw it five times. Oh gosh, I just—it was two VHSs. You yes, know it was. I, do <laughs> I remember. remember that, and I remember bawling like the last two hours. I had to get up and walk out of the room so nobody would watch, would see me cry. Well, it was you're really so sad. sad. Thank you. But if you do not watch this movie, I'm not sure we can continue on. I this is don't a classic. Watch it. it just so do good. it for me. No, I don't All want right. to. Guys, next week, instead of recording an episode, we're going to be watching The Shining. (laughs) Okay, all right, deal. Well, apparently, Stephen King and his wife stopped at the hotel in the fall of 1974. Oh, sorry about the squeaker noises up there. Squeaker. (laughs) Upon arriving, the Kings learned that the hotel was closing for the winter, and only a a skeleton crew remained. Uh, That's pretty awful too just to be stranded out there with only a few people but nonetheless the couple was checked into room 217 the presidential suite as the paying guest that night he had a nightmare in which he saw his young son being chased down the hotel's long empty corridors by a predatory possessed fire hose (laughs) he woke drenched in sweat and stepped to the balcony to smoke a cigarette by the time he stubbed it out he worked out the bones of what would become his third novel and bestseller the shining so it is a nightmare that sparked this this book because he had the nightmare inside yes and he kind of merged it with some of the the spirits that were in the house that's amazing so i wish i could make some money off of my nightmares yeah i know mine mine were not that great my nightmares if you had watched the movie or read the book you wouldn't have this yeah just say just say I feel like you're shaming me. I mean, you deserve to be shamed. It's a masterpiece. It's so good. Jack Nicholson's performance is like, it's it's amazing. But I know they're like, here's Johnny. I get it. Okay, yeah, but that's like such a small part of that. It is. There's so much anticipation There's building so much in suspense that. and his descent to madness. And oh my gosh, so good. you have to watch it. Uh, I see. The more you Crazy tell me to watch it, the more I don't want to oh watch gosh, it. Why do you got to be like you? that? <laughs> Jeez. You know, whenever your moms, whenever you ha- you tell, probably not you, whenever you tell your kids to clean their rooms and they just don't want to, but Wait, if what's they. What's supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have three year olds, so I tell them to do stuff all the time and they don't listen to me. <laughs> okay, for the general public, whenever your mom told you to clean your room and you're like, no, I don't want to, but then if you did it on your own, you were happy with it. Well, you have not done it on your own in 30 years, so... I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> you need a little push sometimes. That's what I'm here for. I don't... Push you to do things that you need to do. It's so long. <laughs> you know how many episodes of The mind. Office I could watch? Well, I know. That's true. It's also incredible, but it's I will a good watch one. that one Netflix documentary you told me to watch if you watch this. That seems like a fair trade. I feel like it is. Mm. Does this change your opinion? (laughs) Jim Carrey stayed there and he fleed in the middle of the night, never to return. He fled. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey when he was filming 1994's Dumb and Dumber, the classic. Ah. (laughs) Have you seen Dumb and Dumber? (laughs) Yes. I kind of love Dumb and Dumber, too. I'm going to ask you this for every movie now. Like, I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be surprised. I probably haven't seen a lot of movies. Oh. You got to see that one. That that one truly is a classic. And also, 
I really want to go out there. And that one is, I think, achievable. I think we could go out there at some point. Estes Park is a hike. I get it. But it's so beautiful. And it's it really pretty. It would be really cool to go out there. Anyways, there are tons and tons of ghost stories that go along with that. But those are probably the most notable of them. Just F.O., his wife and the small child that supposedly haunts the hotel. and Freeland Oscar. Lindsay. Yeah, I right. got it. Stop it. <laughs> F.O. and Flora. Freeland and Flora. Oh, I would probably go by F.O. too if my first name was Freeland. 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 I can't even Freeland pronounce it. And what is Flora. that? I don't know. Apparently it was a popular name back in the 1900s. Okay. I don't know. Let's hear it, Lindsay. That was nice. Yeah. Thank you. Nice little summary really of uh, the Stanley. You know, like Which I said, it's, a, it's a beast. <laughs> it's a beast. That's just a little tip to get you excited about things. But Sarah I would rolled her eyes at me. You guys couldn't see that. So. Not me, Sarah. Other oh, Sarah. Just yeah. the tip. Just the tip. That's okay. what she said. Okay. What you got, Lynn? <laughs> so I want to do one on a place that we will probably never, ever, ever get to. So I looked international as well, which is why you were freaking me out, because I knew you were doing international when you said nobody's done it. You know how many things are outside of the United States? <laughs> Not no, many. No, because I'm I am very kidding. focused on my country. I'm just kidding. Yes, I know. But still, I was nervous. So this is in Croatia. It is called the Daxa <laughs> Island. was picking something <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, man, I almost had it. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know, okay, guys? Anxiety uh, is real. It's in my top three. <laughs> and it okay. is irrational. <laughs> <laughs> so the Daxa Island in Croatia, and I'm just going to go ahead and say, guys, I don't pronounce words good. I'm not going to do a good job when it's international. So I, li- I listened to a video on YouTube, so I knew how to pronounce Daxa, at least. But is, D- it, is it D-A-X-A? D-A-K-S-A. But they said Daxa. Gosh, I can't do it again. <laughs> Daxka. Like, not Dayska. Daxa. Like the... Is it like X-A? D-A-X-A? Can we stop focusing on this? <laughs> K-S-A. Right, but she's Daxa. asking, is it pronounced like D-A-X-A? I don't know. <laughs> yes, we're going to anyway, go with yes. Croatia. Go Daxa. Ahead. It's an island in Croatia, guys. <laughs> Keep going. And it's called the Island of Ghosts. <gasps> so I'm just going to call it the Island of Ghosts from now on, so you guys can't make fun of me for not saying this word right. Okay, so this is, and this kind of always fascinates me. Like, I know that we're a young country, but like, how we're a young country. So, this island's first roots go back to 1281. Wow. 8 AD? She's old. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> don't, don't even. <laughs> um, don't tw- even at me. <laughs> don't even. Um, 1281, and a monastery was founded there. So that's the first that they can find of it. But I'm going to skip through a lot of, you know, all that history because obviously we're not going to go over all the history from 1281. But it is a little island off. It's about a mile and a half away from, oh gosh, um, Dubrovnik, Croatia, which is a big tourist area. So Sounds right. What is really cool about this island is that it is for sale for well it was two million euros in 2013 but it came down in 2016 and it's now 1.7 million euros has not sold did you look up the um u.s currency conversion i did so it's a little bit more because i looked up the two million euros was like 2.6 million american dollars okay so it's a little bit more in american dollars i feel like we could swing that yeah, it's around, so it's like around $2 million dollars now. I mean, I have that in savings. <laughs> Patreon. So it's the Island of Ghosts, but it has sat basically abandoned since 1944. 
and oh. nobody will buy it. So this is why. If they bring the price down just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they're saying like this is actually a really, really great price because it's still got. Listen, everybody who's just selling a house says it's a really great price. Her cat is coming down the stairs. Now. Oh, hi, little buddy. How did you get out. the door he open? Pulls the door open with his paw. <laughs> hi, little buddy. Hello, whiskers. Hey, Oliver. Fo. Fo. <laughs> okay, so back to okay. So this is why it has not abandoned after World War II. So Croatia wasn't a country yet, is my understanding. It was part of Yugoslavia. And after, you know, World War II ended and all of this stuff, everybody was really upset, obviously, with the Nazis. They're that, guys. All over. <laughs> so, 1944, they went to Dubrovnik, and basically, an angry mob of some, I forget what they were called, they called themselves, like, freedom fighters, so they were, like, regular civilians who were not acting under the law at all, went to the, um, not to the island, but to the city, and basically got about 300 people that they rounded up thinking they were Nazi supporters, Nazi sympathizers, had no proof whatsoever. Uh, there was no trial, there was no court, there was no evidence, nothing, but these were just kind of like, kind of reminds me of like the Salem witch trials, like everything was word of mouth and people were accusing people. And so they rounded up about 300 people on October 18th, 1944, and on October 24th, 1944, so just about like a week later or so. Yeah, that's exactly a week later, six days. Um, 53 of those 300 people were rowed out on a rowboats to the island and never seen again. So they were massacred. They're assuming that it was by like a single gunshot to the wound or to the wound. Single <laughs> gunshot to the head. That is a wound. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, single gunshot to the head, execution style. But they don't know for sure. Wow. So here's where it gets interesting. So no trial, no evidence, nothing. They just went out and shot these people. They left them on that island, did not bury them, just left their bodies there and rode back to the city. That's awful. They told any family members, if you try to go to that island to find them, you will meet the same fate. And then they had um, posted 35 people's names and said that these 35 people were killed. So everybody thought it was 35 people until 2009. Somebody went on the island for the first time since 1944 and found a couple of dead bodies that were like just laying around rotting. So they called some forensic scientists who came in and found 53 bodies. So that's how they know that there was 53. All male. Um, oh, they were all male. They were all male. 53 bodies. They were able to identify 18 using DNA. So of the 53, only 18 have been identified. One was uh, the priest and one was the mayor of that town. So there still has been no proper investigation into any of this. They don't know who was responsible. They don't know who led this charge. They don't know anything. So it's been, you know, since 44 that this has been going on and there's been no justice for these families or anybody like that. They don't know what happened. That's really not that long ago. That's really think not about that long it, ago. That crazy stuff is happening like that. I know. And honestly, like, a lot of what I was reading online, people were saying that probably no justice has been done for these families because everybody thought they were Nazi sympathizers. And then yeah. people did not care. Like, they were all out for blood for the Nazis because of everything that happened. Right. Which, I mean, I get the Nazis are terrible people, but... There's still people who had families, and there was no trial. There was no evidence. So these people could have been innocent, for all we know. Right. right. 
Um, and they don't know how they picked out of those 300, how they picked the 53, nothing. It's like just all this kind of big mystery about it. So they call it the Island of Ghosts because from 1944 to 2009, nobody set foot on that island. So these bodies just rotted. And it's only a mile and a half away from the coast, which is not that far. So they um, have said locals there have this saying, which is da 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 da, -da stay away, it's haunted. So people have tried to go and like see the island and they have a really hard time getting there because locals will not take them by boat. They don't want to go there. They get uneasy about it. They will try to, they're like, I will drive, not drive. <laughs> I will sail past it. Sure. Um, but they don't want to go anywhere near it. They don't even want to set anchor on it um, because there's just such this bad atmosphere around there. So kind of what they were saying is that um, a couple of people who have been there have been scratched. Um, I read this one blog of someone who went there and she started feeling this burning and like took a picture and there's like huge scratch marks on her back just as she was walking around taking pictures because nobody had even photographed it since 1944. Other people have reported hearing voices whispering in their ear which creeps me out. Like there's one thing for voices that are like whispering but like to hear it like right in your ear. Not a fan of that. Others report a sense of being watched and just feeling like they are constantly being watched if they're ever near it. Kind of like what the locals were saying, a sense of panic and dread. So they just feel overwhelmed by it and they won't even go near the island because of that. And this is the one that gets me. They hear voices yelling at them to go away if they get close oh. to the island. Ew. It's pretty ominous. Isn't that? And so they think it's like the voices of the people who are unjustly killed yelling at them to stay away because they told their family members to stay away unless you wanted to die too. Whereas my stepfather would say that's rather ominous. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I feel like we would be friends. Ominous? <laughs> ominous. Um, so locals won't set foot there at all. Everyone I read about who has actually been there has been like not from Croatia at all. They've been like people who are just wanting to look at it, investigate, and they have a hard time getting there because the locals refuse to go anywhere near it. And they still call it the Island of Ghosts. It is still up for sale if anybody wants to buy it. Yeah, um, that land sounds tainted. I'm not yeah. sure. That's I mean, I, I would still buy it. They did bury all yeah. of the um, all the bodies that they found, all the skeletons that they found. They did give them a proper burial in 2009 after they identified as much as they could. Um, but they were just, I mean, rotted for 60 years, so 70 years. Um, God, that's horrible. Yeah. It's really sad they can only identify 18 of them. So yeah, it's just really sad and it kind of amazes me that people were so freaked out by them threatening to kill you if you went to this island that they stayed away for that long. And it took till 2009 before somebody went there. Right. So that is the island of ghosts. Wow, we really took trips around the world, didn't we? Yeah. I kind of like to go there though. I mean, so the pictures look pretty cool. Like it's not, I mean, it looks beautiful there first off. I mean, it's beautiful island yeah it's got um you know a lighthouse that's still there and it's got like a dock for the boats and everything like I mean it's held it together pretty well the buildings were all mostly kaput but yeah just really sad that there was all these rotting bodies there that nobody do you know what it kind of reminds me of is no. I know I'm totally gonna butcher the history on this but tell me I remember this Specifically, there was an episode in Ghost Adventures about this. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was in Italy, maybe, where they were wearing those masks with the long... The, long the plague, plague masks? Mask? Yes, the plague masks. Yeah. And then they go out to the island. Um, they take a boat out to the island where there was a hospital out there. 
I know what you're talking about, but I cannot remember like where it was. But I know what you're talking about. That one, and then it also kind of reminds me of the story about in Mexico with the doll island, yes, too. that one's so creepy. Those creepy islands, man. Yeah. You take people out there and isolate them. And, I can't imagine, like, yeah, being that guy who discovered. And it said, everywhere I looked, it said an unnamed individual. Like, he did not want his name attached He's to like, this no, at all. <laughs> um, so he found a couple, when they went on the island, there was two graves. So they had, like, not two graves, but two set, like, two sites where the wow. bodies were. And they were just stacked up and all these bones. That's Yikes. crazy. Yeah. Blows my mind. So, anybody wants an island? It's up for sale. It's 12 acres, guys. 12 acres of horror. Of haunting. <laughs> of just haunting. need a couple yeah. million euros. Yeah. 12, 12 acres of some angry and spirits. And a boat. And a boat. <laughs> that will make you feel unwelcome and yell at you to go away and whisper in your ear. Like a perfect place for a haunted mean, house. Sounds like another night at work. So <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> very Truth. very true. True. So yeah, that I picked that one because I was like, you know what? We're probably never going to get to Croatia, guys. <laughs> I doubt it, but I you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. TBD. 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 Hashtag Patreon supporters. <laughs> nice job, you guys. Thanks. We really pulled it together. It was fun to do something different. Yeah. And we didn't all line up. We didn't. I'll tell you, though, every month we do this, my anxiety is going to be like, oh, crap, what if they pick the same one well, as me? I mean, what am I gonna you're going to be fine. Okay. Okay. I won't be, but okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll just give each other hints about the countries so that we make sure that it's different. <laughs> Don't just tell me international because I'm going to assume it's Croatia. <laughs> Oh my god, it's Croatia. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. By default, it's always Croatia. <laughs> she picked the island of ghosts in Croatia, just like I did. Now I know what I'm doing next time. <laughs> Searching for Croatia. Alright guys, well thanks for listening to us. You can always find us on Facebook and Instagram at the Tipsy Ghost. And don't forget to send us emails of any creepy stuff that's happened to you, paranormal experiences, anything and everything. We love it all. So, yeah. Well, I have talk. a feeling we'll be coming up with an episode with uh, some stories. Yeah. I'm hoping. We're getting there. We're yeah. going to have some stories soon. We're going to have <coughs> an episode coming up with just kind of a little smorgasbord of some true topics. Crime. So excited. Yeah. Lindsay's got a sprinkle of true crime uh, jeans in there. Yeah. Got to get my fix, y'all. I'm really into urban legends, and so I might need to sprinkle some of that. I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Sarah's just going to be here. That's about right. No, she's going to figure it out, and she's going to be great at it. I got time. I'll figure something out. I do love true crimes. So. I know. In the meantime, we've got some um, places lined up for us to go and yes. do some paranormal investigations, and you will hear about those coming up. Yeah, we're excited. It's going to be good. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.